So, John, <laughs> you're bringing something new to the board game area this year. What is it? I sure am. <laughs> what? The Swancast Podcast is recorded, mixed, and produced on the poop deck of Gravy Jones Locker in the heart of Columbia, South Carolina. On the show, we talk about the gaming hobby and random fandom. Opinions on this show are... Let's get real creative on this, okay? My man. No, that's not what I'm doing. I'm Toast, your cobalt announcer. And now, prepare to delve into the mind of your host, John Minas. Toast, what's behind this door? It's the designer's dungeon! Oh, yeah. you didn't. Yes, I sure did! Ah, <laughs> uh, Toast. Locked him up. I didn't mean actually keep designers yeah. in the dungeon. Oh, well, it's too bad. They're there. Well, let's go talk to them. Yeah, <laughs> they're making, like, rough them up or something. So, hey, Swarmcasters, or whatever it is we're calling. Oh, I just got some eye rolls at me when I said that. You totally did. <laughs> hey, listeners to the Swarmcast podcast. Is that a better name for them? I suppose. Okay. It's me, John, and you, of course, can hear Ruby. Hello, guys. On the other mic. And we've got some exciting guests, or some guests that we're excited about, at least. Um, I'll leave that up to you guys to decide if they're actually exciting. Uh, <laughs> we have uh, uh, Deanna and Mike with Playco Games. How are you How are you doing, guys? Great. How are you guys? No pressure on the being exciting. Otherwise, <laughs> great. That's a lot of build-up. Actually, that's probably his least zany intro. <laughs> well, I, I saw the looks I was getting. Well, so. you know. Thanks for joining us on the Swarmcast. Where is Playco Games based out of? Yeah, we're out of Springfield, Missouri. Mm-hmm. So kind of right here in the middle of the country. And uh, been operating for, oh, I've actually been in the business for about 10 years now. Okay. But uh, yeah, I did my first Gen Con, I think it was 2010, and that's kind of when I got enamored with the industry. And uh, But recently, the last three games have just been out for the last three years, I think, or four years. Okay. Well, so, I know that we actually, we may not have met you, but we have met someone from Playco Games at Origins two years, three years ago? Yeah. Like in 2015-ish? Mm-hmm. Okay, so, yeah, was it in the booths? Yeah, in the booths. Uh, that would have been us. Yeah. <laughs> <We're> yeah. <it. laughs> well, I, I believe it was um, it was probably Amy. Or Alicia. Or Alicia. Uh, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it was, it was Amy there because I want to say she stopped by and she played a game uh, called Danger, Danger, Dinosaur. Yes. And, right. she, and she fell in love with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that was our first origins or is it the second one it had just come off kickstarter mm-hmm. our first one yep as a matter okay. of fact i'm pretty sure our box has that in it yeah but you oh, yeah. you guys were very gracious and you donated a copy to the library and a copy to give away so oh, uh cool. we we actually did review it on our podcast uh, as well yeah 
We just listened to that recently. Oh, oh really? <laughs> we're glad you liked it. We're sorry that we're... You don't want more dinosaurs, though. Because the complaint was not enough dinosaurs. Those are bad. Yeah. Oh, okay. I couldn't, I couldn't remember what we had said about it. It was a bit ago. I remember we had fun, though. We did. And <laughs> that actually, we... Um, well, we were at last Gen Con. Uh, I know that well, John last, and I... Last or, Origins. Origins, excuse me. I know John and I didn't go to the booth, but again, I think it was Amy that stopped by. Probably. And this yeah. year, you we did get a copy of uh, Epic Monster Epic Tea Monster Party. Epic Monster Tea Party. Yeah. Yeah, I think we actually, for Scarab, we've sent... Um, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, uh-huh. yes, yes, yes. Okay, uh, yeah, we sent three copies of Dinosaur and three copies of Epic Monster Tea Party. So we can't be at Scarab, but our games will be. Yes, and we've so actually... Play to win, they will, yeah. yeah. Um, we actually have already played and recorded the review, so that's actually going to go on this particular episode with this interview. That's right. Oh. Yeah. I hope you liked it. We did. Oh, we, we loved it. We had, we had so much fun with yes. it. Yes. Um, that, that one, people seem to love that one yeah it's like our most simple game but probably the most popular and i don't know it's very so simple i really like the meeples all the different the colors (laughs) and the The quality on those yeah oh yeah yeah and the art draws people to our booth it does it's very cute and i can't tell you how many times i've heard that that this is so cute this is so cute i've probably heard that a thousand times yeah (laughs) It's colorful. Yeah. Pretty it's much. It's also got the screw your neighbor thing. <laughs> it's got a, yeah, it's got a really interesting, uh, uh, a bit of that going on. That, yeah. Yes. Recalling uh, the games we played of it, it got used a lot. It's like, I don't want, oh, I don't want to eat that ranger. Yeah. Dang it. But he's a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, well, well, shoot, we've talked about, uh, two of the three games already. The, <laughs> the other, the other game that that's uh, that's that's on your website um, is Civicus. I hope I said that right. It's been years since I've taken Latin, so uh. yeah, Civicus. And uh, basically, that's the more you know uh, complicated strategic game. It's just a civilization style area control, mm-hmm. but it does have some dice element that you roll for resources. And basically, you're placing camps out on your maps, and you're trying to build your camps into villages, and then your villages into cities. And uh, okay. at the same time, trying to keep your opponent from doing that. Yeah, a little more. That one's 13 and up, and just to, you know. And the best strategy. part about it is, um, unlike most civilization-style games, you can play it with two players in about 30 minutes. Now, if you make oh, decisions wow. quickly. Yeah. <laughs> instead of three days, it takes about 30 minutes. That way, you know, I have to if you do lose, you can still win again the same night and not have to wait <laughs> next week. I do have to admit, I find that I tend to lean towards those games that are under an hour, including setup. After, If they're yeah. any longer than an hour, I get bored with them and just want to be done. <laughs> I'm, so. I'm there with you. I, I, I like to finish and play it again if I enjoyed it. Right. So is there is there a general kind of um, theme or or vibe to Playco games? Uh, if as a if, company, right? Yeah. As a company. Well, right now, I mean, all of our games are pretty much in that 30, 30 minute range, thirty to forty five minutes. I mean, depending on how many players you have playing. Uh-huh. But yeah, I guess I don't know. I mean, we design games for the ADD gamer. 
<laughs> a lot of people don't have time just to play a full hour game. So, I mean, I would like to get a, a bigger game in our repertoire, but uh, for now, these, these little games are what's going to be our niche, I think. And we do have another one coming out called Hexapod, which is just an abstract strategy game. And again, it's going to be in the 30 to 45 minute range as far as playing it. So, And that Kickstarter is probably going to be in the spring, I think. Hexapod okay. makes me think of sea life. It's just laying down hexapods and trying to surround one so that you can claim that one, and then there's different ways to score on that. It's uh, also color matching. And, oh, neat. Uh, yeah, as, soon, as soon as our Epic Monster Tea Party expansion is fulfilled on Kickstarter, hexapods going to be ready to go up pretty quick after that. Cool. Okay. And since you mentioned the uh, Epic Monster <laughs> Tea Party expansion... That's going to be, by the time this episode goes out, it's going to be coming out um, probably a, a few weeks after this episode goes live. Shooting for January 29th. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah, we're we're going to have this out before the Scarab. Just before Scarab. So, so is, the 16th-ish. Yeah. So. So, so listeners out there are going to, they're going to play, when you go to Scarab, play Epic Monster Tea Party, and you're going to love it. Oh, then you're going to go and back this this thing a right. couple weeks after you... Exactly. Fall in love with it. Right now, it's a one-to-four-player game. But we had so many people excited about... Um, but we have more people in our family. We need we need more monsters. So uh-huh. the expansion is going to add two more monsters to the game. It's a... What, a Medusa and a Griffin? Or... Yes, Miss Hiss the Medusa and Merv Griffin the Griffin. And Merv Griffin. <laughs> ah. Oh, yes. we, we found a brand new artist here in Springfield. Our original artist, um, Anna, was from Russia and got busy and wasn't able to give us more art. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But Gary Bedell here locally um, did an amazing job fitting his characters into that world. Well, and he's fun. actually he's going to do some original art for us for some of the stretch goals. So that could be exciting. Yeah, and another bonus at um, Scarab, we've got uh-huh. an ad in the con book. Uh-huh. Yes. And you guys need to keep an eye out for that because um, it should have a code on it, it for does. free shipping all year. Yeah. So funny story about that. New Year's, we had two of our Scarab staff, Amy and her husband, Brian, they oh, were yes. over for, for <laughs> New Year's dinner. And we were sitting around to- talking and everything. And uh, Brian all of a sudden says, hey, who's Playco Games? <laughs> and John's like, oh, well, I just finished talking to him. I was like, they're sponsors. They gave us, you know, we have Danger, Danger, Dinosaur, and Epic Monster Tea Party. He's like, oh, okay. Do we have a coupon code in the con book? And I'm like, yes, why? He's like, they just posted on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, Okay. <laughs> So yeah, the, hopefully I sent the correct graphic with the it, coupon code. You did actually. Um, okay. I I put together the con book, so okay. I was like, yeah. <laughs> it, it was really amusing because Amy, of course, is the person that went and got you as sponsors and whatnot. I handled the con book, and I handled kind of the prize support and handing out prizes and <laughs> prizes and the play to win stuff at Scarab. So Brian is involved but not in the part those parts so he didn't know what was going on okay yeah that's how i feel sometimes mike is he's like take care of that what did what, what did we decide <laughs> yeah don't worry about it it's happening yeah just just let it happen just let it happen yeah <laughs> so oh my gosh um so 
Thanks. Thanks, Ruby. You've, Sorry. You've just, you've Sorry. Derailed my train of thought. I know, right? Uh, so you mentioned earlier <laughs> that Playco has been around for about 10 years or so. Right. Ten back, yeah. Oh, nine, I think. Okay. Was that Playco or? It was actually started as a, a Time Warp Publishing. And uh, I was with my partner back then. Me and him started. He kind of got me into it. And uh, basically, the, I mean, what really drew me into the whole industry was I'm, my background's construction. And of course, it's. You know, very cutthroat and competitive in construction. And so when we first got into this industry, the best thing about it, I thought, was just the people and how, you know, everybody's wanting to help everybody out to grow the industry. They're mm-hmm. not, you know, out to, uh, you know, it's not, not a lot of competition. I mean, it's competitive, but it's not, you know, like we're trying to beat you down. It's more like they're trying to bring you up. Right. They're so, trying to help everybody. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that way the whole industry grows, and what you know, it's good for the industry, is good for each individual company. So. Right. right, it's that sort of competitiveness to that encourages everyone Gross. else to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, to but yeah. when you get into construction, you realize it's like every man for himself out there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's basically it's like when I get away from that and just do this, it's you know just a lot less stress and a lot more fun. So hmm. I think that's what everybody's looking for. That that is a good goal. Yeah, did indeed. And in my background was social media, and I offered to help Mike and his partner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then when his partner decided he wanted to take a break from the game industry, I suddenly became the other half. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he was more the I was more the business <clears throat> side. He was more the creative side. So he actually designed uh, two of our games, uh, the Syndicus and. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Okay. And he actually did Hexapod too. So I I basically just kinda of bought him out of the company and now he's started his own game company, so hopefully he can do well on that. But uh I actually talked to him about making a bigger uh Civicus game. because uh, originally it was supposed to be, you know, a bigger style board game. Oh. And uh the dice game was actually just kind of, you know, a side branch of that, but it worked so well that we used that one first. Okay. So, so maybe here in the future I can get a a bigger version of Civicus Civilization style. You can call it Civicus Maximus. <laughs> that is what is actually what he called it. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, he I just talked to him like a week ago or two. He's like, You remember Civicus? I was like, Oh. So yeah. which one of your games was first? Was it Civicus? Yeah, so Civicus was the first one. I mean originally Hexapod was actually the first game we had out. And that was, you know, 10 years ago. We had prototypes made. We went to Gamma. Uh-huh. And uh, we met, a, you know, a few of the uh, distributors. And they're like, oh, you got to have a theme on this game. Every every game is a theme. This was back, you know, in the early, before, you know. The before times. Abstract games, yeah. Before abstract before games times. now are kind of like the thing now. But before, you know, back in 2010, they were all like, Oh, you must have a theme. You got to put a space theme on it or something uh-huh. like that. So we tried to do that, and then yeah, that it was just like a whole nother deal. We're trying to do you know suns and planets and matching planets together. Uh, yeah, and it. It. It didn't need it. it. Yeah, once we once we published these other games, we're like, well, abstract strategy is what it is. It's just an abstract <laughs> strategy. Why why try to make it more than it is? So, so yeah, so now. Yeah. But the first published game was Civicus. Okay. Yeah. yeah, Civicus was the first one we actually published, um, and it did pretty. It did all right on Kickstarter. Um, all the games funded on Kickstarter mm-hmm. first, and then uh, we had them produced here. 
lot of our parts were produced here in America too. We tried to like keep it, you know, kind of local. Mm-hmm. Of course, you can't really get dice made here in America. So um, we we produce we have dice made for our convention every year, and going through that process is really interesting, especially when, what was it, two years in a row there were, Chessex in oh, particular yeah. was like, yeah, oh, there's right. an there's an sure. indigo, yeah, indigo shortage, indigo shortage, so we can't make those colored dice, choose something else. And we're like, so you had yours made in China? I, I don't know. We did it through Chessex, so I think they do Germany, actually. But. Okay, yeah, we, we have a German manufacturer make ours. Yeah. Uh, they made all the wooden Yeah, all dice. the spiel materials who mm-hmm. we went through. Except the meeples. Those did have to come from China for the Epic Monster Tea Party. Yeah, the only thing we had made in China okay. was, yeah, the meeples for the, because the German, they couldn't really beat their prices on those. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I'm really happy with them. So I'll go through the end on that. Well, what, uh, I'm jumping topics. I, I'm kind of scatterbrained, but that's okay. That's uh, a, yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> what uh, conventions or shows are you going to be at this year, or at least the first part of the year? <coughs> Sorry. Um, in May, I, I think that's our first one, is VisionCon here in Springfield. It's okay. actually a pop culture convention that it's all run by volunteers. I, I got into the social media aspect of that with them. Uh-huh. But um, we're going to help them run the game room this year. We're going to try to beef up their game room. Wonderful. Area. So we will be there with our games and hopefully a whole lot more. Um, then we've got Geekway to the West coming up after that. Oh, cool. Charles. Love Geekway to the West. Um, yeah, unfortunately, that is the week before Origins. So it's going to be tough to try to do both of those this year. Ah. Yeah, we'd be home for a day and go back. <laughs> so hopefully we're at Origins. We're still debating that. Okay. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, two weeks of our lives just dedicated to conventions <laughs> right in a row. And sadly, we have day jobs. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, darn day jobs. Making uh, money. I know. <laughs> you get get in the way of my gaming. Yeah. Yeah, and then we've got Moon City Con in the fall here in Springfield again, which is another great. They they're in their third year coming up. We did Game Expo in Kansas City this year. We might do that but again. But I we would love. Ideas for new cons. Yeah. I, we'd like to branch out, see a little more of the yeah. country. And if we did have Hexapod out, we'd definitely do Gen Con. Uh-huh. Um, you know, just to push it there, too. Maybe 2021. But, yeah, that's probably going to be. <laughs> I was going to say. Tw- you guys were there last year. I heard it was just crazy with all the people. Yeah. Yeah. Ever, I it's. Guess, I, uh, we've been to a few Gen Cons. They're I yeah. I have problems with personal space, so I can only handle being in the convention center for, for just so long. So long. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that okay. one in particular wears me out. Origins is about a good size where I'm not too crowded. Right. Very busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can I can oh, yeah. still I can still <laughs> pretend to be a nice person. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Well, you are always, always, always welcome at Scarab. Like I said, this year, right now, it's like 70 degrees. And oh, sometimes oh, yeah. sometimes <laughs> we have summer weather. Sometimes it snows. And if, but, it's like Missouri. Right. But if it does snow, it's mm-hmm. only going to be, be for, for about, about a day, maybe. Yeah. And it'll be gone, you know. Right. 
by the time you wake up the next day. We may have to try to fit that one in next day. <laughs> and right. we're, we're, we're very relaxed. That one, like, what, 3,000 in it? Or? <laughs> to scare them? No, no. I, I would love that. We were much okay. smaller con. Uh, our yeah. highest number has been around 800. You know, we're, we're more laid back, but we do, we do role playing. What is that, about 20 hours from here? Oh, yeah. I was say, it's a bit of a drive, I'm sure, or flight. But no, even if you just come to visit, you know, take a small vacation, go to Charleston. Yeah. We won the lottery before then. We'll be hitting every single <laughs> Right? Oh I think that's the dream of every gamer. Yeah. Is to hit the lottery so all they can do is game, travel and game. Go free I mean, time, yeah. no worries. Right. <laughs> I mean, you want more than a hundred dollar lottery, but <laughs> yeah, I think so. I can get part of a day's <laughs> worth of a hotel room at Origins. <laughs> that, that's how we spend most conventions. Every day, Mike's like, "We paid for gas. We paid for hotel. Yeah." If we can break even, we're like, we met a lot of people. Yes. Yeah. yeah there's a positive there somewhere. There, there always is. They're fun. Well, cool. So, oh my gosh. So, um, where can our listeners find you guys um, online and such? To buy they, your products. To buy your product. Well, to buy your products or just to get more information yeah. on Playco Games. Definitely. It's um, playcogames.com. P-L-A-Y-C-O-G-A-M-E-S, just like it sounds. Um, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. Um, our games are in some local game stores. I mean, we're happy if any game store owners want our games, we're happy to send you some. We're not in distribution right now, but we're ready to branch out. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think I've seen it at our local store, Firefly Toys and Games. We, I honestly couldn't remember. If right. We're, we're there yeah. all the time. If but... they'd like some, have them send us a, an email or give us a call. Okay. We'll definitely do that. We, we know people. We do. Oddly enough. <laughs> it's strange. I never thought I could say that, that I, we know people. That's, that's like an odd sensation when you realize that you actually do know people. That oh, yeah. Not just everyday ordinary people but people that can get things done that can do stuff I, I, yeah. right every year at the conventions it seems like i start to recognize a few people that i'm like i met them before I know people <laughs> there. i'm getting in yeah i'm i'm way better with faces and th actually there's a guy that we've we've talked to he goes he's been to our <laughs> convention for years i'm laughing because watch he'll he'll be listening to this i know episode. right he'll be like I, know. Oh, I wonder who they're talking about. We see him when we go out to eat. We see him at the restaurants and whatnot. <laughs> I mean, he plays in the Wednesday night games at the, at the local store when we drop in or we're running <laughs> stuff. I cannot tell you his name to save my soul. Yeah, I have that problem too. But I see him. I know him. I could tell you games <laughs> I've played with him. Exactly. Everybody, everybody's like that. Yeah. Oh. I feel I've really attended for years and I could hand you your drink as you walked in the door, but nay. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
it I think it's been really fun talking with you guys. Uh-huh. But yeah. uh, is there anything else that you want to let our listeners know about? Or other than at the end of the month, there will be a Kickstarter for Danger, or not Danger, for Epic Monster Tea Party expansion. Monster Tea Party. Yeah, please just, you know, sign up for our newsletter. I don't send them. You might get a few extra ones before Kickstarter, but no more than once a month because I barely have time to write those. So. <laughs> will not spam you or follow us on social media just to keep up to date. Um, I think I shared a link on Facebook um, where you can follow our Kickstarter and get alerted when it's live. I'll be sharing that again this weekend. Okay. Okay. But, um, yeah. And anybody at Scarab that wants our stuff, free shipping if you use the code in the con book. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's funny because I mentioned I did the con book stuff. I was just placing things in and I had to go back. I was like, holy crap, there really is a code on there. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't care what their images are. I got to fit them into the right spots and spacing and layout <laughs> text just, around they're them. They're all just squares and rectangles to you. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yes, that was a very funny moment. Anyway, well, thank you again, Deanna and, and Mike. Mike, see, see, I've already forgotten. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> there you go. That's why I write notes in front of me. You can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's nice talking to you guys too. And, uh, yeah, maybe, thanks so much for having us. Are you guys going to Origins again next year? Then uh, uh, we are we will actually definitely be at Origins. We've, uh, we've okay. already got our uh, Airbnb booked, and right. once we're be getting once tickets, tickets come tickets open, soon. we're oh. doing that. Oh. You're on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, don't let that fool you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, hope to see you there if you end up ma- being able to make it. Uh huh. And yeah, we look forward yeah. to seeing lots of pictures from Scarab, I hope. We'll yeah, I following hope so. you guys online. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. So, uh, again, thanks for joining us. And Swarmcast listeners, be sure to check out Playco Games. And you get to, hey, you get to play some Danger Danger Dinosaur and some Epic Monster Tea Party at Scarab. Yeah. Swarmcast, I got your number. I'll call you all the time. Area code 8034704439 Hey there, Toast. How's it going? Oh, it's going pretty good, yeah. Well, you know, pretty good, pretty good, pretty good. <laughs> so, hey. 2020 is just around the corner. It's um coming up in January. So you know what that means. Our William Gibson vision of the future is coming? Well, um, I guess. But no, that's not quite what I was talking about. Oh, you're talking about Scarab's 10th anniversary. That's right. You <laughs> guessed it. Scarab's 10th year anniversary is coming right up in 2020. Oh, yeah. And there's all sorts of big stuff that is going to be planned for this. Why? Here's just some of it. Let's listen. Okay, here we go. It is the year 2020, and that can only mean one thing. Well, that means a bunch of things. But more importantly, it's almost time for Scarab. Yay, Scarab! Yay! So, hey guys, it's me, John, and I've got Ruby. Hey guys. And we've also got Brian. Yeah. And Amy. Hello. And we're going to be talking about some Scarab stuff. Yeah. Because like I said, it's just around the corner. And by the time this comes out, it will probably literally just be around the corner. In fact, what's that right behind you? <gasps> oh, oh, it's Scarab. 
So first we want to talk about uh, Scarab 2020. Yeah, we got a lot of exciting things happening in 2020. Mm-hmm. Because this and is our... And some of them even good. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so 10th year. Right. It's it's really exciting. We managed to, to survive 10 years. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know how it happened. But we lost a few people by the wayside. And by that, I mean, they just they like left or quit. But we got a few new people, at, you know, over the years. Yeah, unfortunately. But hey, you know. Well, those people are still around in some <laughs> yeah. way, shape, or form. Correct. Except that one guy we threw out one year. Uh, oh, we don't talk about that guy. <laughs> so, 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 hey, Ruby. <laughs> hey. So what's some stuff that we could talk about for 2020 at Scarab? Well, first off, we'll talk about some of the things that we are going to, some of the events that we're going to have. Um, there's going to be a lot of things coming back that have always been there. Pretty traditional, you know, D&D, Adventures League, Pathfinder Society, Starfinder Society. We're going to have various RPGs. Uh, mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't list all of them. Uh, but I know Savage Worlds, Call of Cthulhu. Oh my gosh. Uh, Dungeon yeah. World. Oh, and one of the cool things about the RPGs, I'd forgotten about this until just recently. I don't know how I forgot about this, but Donald Dennis and Chris Bell are mm-hmm. going to be running a series of games that are going to be interconnected. Interconnected. A series of games that are going to be <laughs> interconnected. <laughs> yes. Um, called the, I believe they're calling it, if you see anything out there, it says, um, part of the compass rose, compass rose. Yeah. Uh, sign up for it. Uh, you don't have to play all of them, but I, you'll probably get a much more richer story. It's a bunch of different game systems. Yeah. They're all going to be building on each other. <laughs> Cause it's a series. It is. Mm-hmm. They've, they've gone all out this year. They've done a lot of terrain building and stuff. Yeah. Cool. Uh, some of the pictures, if you, if you've followed they'd mm-hmm. have posted mm-hmm. a little bit on scarab site about it yeah donald made a huge pink tower and yeah. promptly painted it so it didn't look like a big pink tower that's very true <laughs> that's <laughs> very true <laughs> but when you see them you should say oh i thought this, I was, this was supposed was to be, be a pink, pink tower <laughs> if only. If i only. thought it was gonna be rose colored <laughs> but i yeah. mean aside from us just real. trying to remember what games are on there right there's is, there's where, a whole bunch yeah where, where could people go to find out what games do you know be do you know any scarab.com no 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 yeah i guess that's one of the ways no, you could one get way. to it but what's the main place to go and sign up for games warhorn this year is warhorn warhorn.net yeah um so besides rpgs um mm-hmm. oh i'm sorry i'll list two more rpg related things sure one is the pharaoh's challenge i've heard about that what I, is that i think you have uh apparently it's a challenge that gms can sign up for it does uh-huh. count to your volunteering time what um where you get a random game system and possibly other components be it uh props miniatures maps NPCs that you have to incorporate into your game. You get about an hour. Oh my gosh. Maybe more depending on every year but usually if you get an hour to learn a new game system and prepare your scenario and then you have to run it for players and then you get judged. Uh oh. Very judgy people judge you. That sounds that sounds too, but too awesome rough for prizes. me. Yes you do yeah. get a mixture of prizes both RPG board game and badges for an upcoming scarab and one lucky winner is gonna get the coveted eternal membership the only one given out every year only one gets added 
and this is your only way to get it. Mm-hmm. That sounds pretty cool. I, yeah. I wish I knew. Okay. I, I'm the one who's coordinating and, and, and writing the average G challenge. Right. Uh, I'm not as, uh, as dumb uh, as I think I am. So the... Or are you? Or am I? Yes. It's all a clever ploy. But, you know, what that eternal membership does for you over the years is that you get a guaranteed set rate for Scarab forever. Correct. And... You get the cho- chance to sell badges and get rewards for selling right. those badges. Right. And then you get to come see me. Yes, yes. And bother me about it. Right. Um, <laughs> the other RBG-related thing is actually for the kids' track. Mm-hmm. So every year, Liz Schultz actually polls the children from the previous year to see what book series all of the games are going to kind of revolve around and this year the book series the young adult book series is the prisoner in cell 25 oh thank goodness because that prisoner in cell 24 (laughs) he's boring (laughs) uh so uh yeah okay we're 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 gonna move on to that um (laughs) some of the things that are kind of coming back this year are Artemis. We're going to have that again. Uh, Battletech. They always like to, to have new people show up and they're, they're always willing to hook a new player into Battletech, which it's kind of a miniatures game. It's very technical and, and whatnot. It's, and their money. It's, it's right. giant robots stomping around the landscape. That's right. At each other. Right. What's um, not to love. Right. Yeah. And then the other thing that's pew, pew, new pew. this year is Gaslands will be there. Mm-hmm. Gaslands? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's that about? <laughs> oh, come on. I I've heard about Gaslands. No. Uh, yeah, Gaslands is really fun. Um, we actually got to talk with somebody from Osprey Games on yep. a previous episode of Swarmcast. You guys could just go find that. I would tell you what episode it's on, but it's better if you just listen to all of them until you hit it. Um, but that's going to be really fun. Sam Sampson's going to be coordinating that and kind of help uh, showing people showing it off and stuff. Correct. He's going to have. He's already going to have some kit bashed uh, cars. Uh, there, but I'm sure he's probably flexible enough if you show up with your. Your little matchbox car that's got guns and stuff strapped <laughs> to it. I'm sure he'll he'll be excited about that too. It's a quick, fast, fun thing that you get to use Hot Wheel cars. That's right to play like demolition mm-hmm. derby, Mad Max derby yeah. style. What else? What else? What else is there? Uh, there are going to be some other events that are all new this year. Uh-huh. There's not going to be a social media scavenger hunt or the oh, smash. No. However, what? however. <laughs> We do have two different hunts that will be available. One's called the Monzi Hunt, where you're going to have to find these various monsters that have been hidden around the convention and figure out what their names are. That's right. They're going to be hiding all over the place. When you you get to the con, you'll see some of the rules. There's certain places where the monsters will not hide. Like the bathroom. Like the bathrooms. They will not hide in the bathrooms. So, uh, one of the other hunts... But they're super cute. Brian seemed upset about that. He was like... Darn it. I'm going to be... Brian will be hiding in the bathroom. (laughs) No, I was just thinking about, yay, more rules I have to write. (laughs) Yay. I love rules. Well, that's that's why the rules for this game are they will not hide in in the bathroom. bathroom. There's a few other... There's a few... Yeah, we had had you in mind when we wrote up the rules for this. I actually was thinking, how could this go wrong? Oh, don't worry. We did too. They will not hide underneath uh, tables tables. and chairs. Welcome to a peep of my mind. (laughs) How can this turn around and screw us? They may be hiding on the back of Del Collins' head. Who knows? 
I don't know. How that can we, that's a can scary we do that? Place. We could probably do it. We could probably pull it off. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I bought Sammy, a tattoo on the back of his head. What do you think? You're listening. Hey, Sammy. Oh, Del doesn't up. listen. <laughs> we need a hookup. Del doesn't listen at all. Ah, we just, you know, tattoo so, it on the back of his head. So, yeah. also. Wouldn't be hard. One of the other <laughs> things instead of the smash is an actual scavenger hunt. It's a pared down. It's going to take you to different places around the convention. And you're actually going to have to get your uh, sheet stamped by the appropriate people in the convention that's right that are running those areas Your sheets stamped yeah yep we're gonna have these cute little stamps that uh each that certain people in those areas will be in charge of stamping mm-hmm. those i'm just getting over the sheet <laughs> sheet <laughs> and one of sheet. the other new little things is there's going to be Get up near the stamped. registration desk and the Swarmcast podcast booth is going to be a jar of bits that's right We've scoured. Yes. We scoured through a bunch of. Uh, we scoured through a bunch of games, old and older, um, and and put a bunch of bits and such. Both in there. RPG related and board game related, mm. now, and miniature related. Right. Now it doesn't matter if you don't know what, what the bits are. go to. Right. Uh, although if you do, you should tell me, and that would be pretty monopoly. Cool. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. <laughs> I I cannot neither verify or uh, scrabble confirm nor deny. Right. Yes. That, that there's Yahtzee. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yahtzee. Maybe. Bits. What would a Yahtzee bit be? Like a bunch of D6s? Right. <laughs> well, you laugh, but remember, there in there. There might be some D6s in there. I know that there are those little Yahtzee pencils in there and uh-huh. a scorecard sheet in there. Yes. But so what, anyway. But what you'll lots, have to do with right, the jar of bits. Lots of bits. Lots of bits. It's a really simple game. You've uh-huh. ever seen the guess how many gumballs are here? This is guess it's how like many that. pieces of how many gaming how many bits, bits are in here. Uh, the closest without going over mm-hmm. will be the top five of them will be the winners and receive a prize. Some pretty. In cool. other words, prices right rules. And yes. There are some pretty cool prizes for... Uh, Right, for, for all of them. <laughs> you win the jar of bits. <laughs> no, 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 those have to go back into <laughs> it. Those, those have to go back to us. <laughs> right. Uh, you're allowed to pick up and turn and look at the jar. the bits. You right. can't open it. You're not allowed to open it. You can fondle the, the jar yes. of bits. I can neither confirm nor deny one of the prizes might be a popcorn machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. So it's the... So those are so wow. those are the special new things, right. and those are three. Uh, those three things you can pick up. You'll be able to go to the Swarmcast booth, booth. Right. near Reg, correct? Uh, to get and the prizes, right? It's and a, the prizes. It's a get, suburb to get of those Reg. Yes, it's a burb. A suburb of Reg. <laughs> All right. Well, that kind of segues pretty nicely into the tournaments we're actually holding at Scarab this year. Ding ding ding! Uh, tournaments. <laughs> the, the big one that's gotten a lot of social media play uh-huh. is the 10th annual, well, the 10th oh, yeah. Poisoner's Ball yeah. um, tournament with I Drink What. I right. know a certain 19-year-old of mine that is <laughs> actually probably might be poisoning people just to be sure that he wins finally the big giant flask. Yes. We it's, do not promote underage drinking. No. Right. No. But apparently we're okay with poisoning people. So you mm-hmm. well, it was out. legal in Europe. Yeah. So. Oh, um, okay. Well, I mean, the drinking, you know. not poisoning. Just because, oh, oh. <laughs> just because you're winning the flag. Well, I don't know. We were in Italy. Yeah. We were in Italy. It's yeah. cheaper than divorce. I don't know. <laughs> 
No, no. Actually, and for no. anyone listening, I will say not. this, and they do not encourage it. Yes. However, yes. on Guys, average, don't, don't poison criminal people. defense lawyers are cheaper than divorce lawyers. <laughs> oh, wow. So it is cheaper than okay all right anyways so the poisoner's ball <laughs> correct um the other one the other couple of ones that uh we would like to mention is the warhammer 40k mm-hmm. uh tournament miniatures tournament it has slots for 64 people i am unaware of how many of those are full i think there is still room uh you would have to contact del collins of the miniatures coordinator to enter it email. Uh, he gave out his personal I mean, his address. address. You could probably find his his home address. <laughs> or skyride it. Skyride right. it above his Just house. Just don't mail him a box. Don't. Of, yeah. Uh, uh, no. Nope. Nope. Yeah. So so uh, don't email him or call him or anything. Just show up at his house <laughs> and say I want to participate in miniatures. Bonus points if you show up with a sign. <laughs> <sighs> Multiple signs. That would be great. The end is not. <laughs> Set to music. As far as for the board games, we actually have less tournaments this year than we did last, unfortunately. However, they are more quality tournaments, I think. We have Tantrum Con, who's actually going to be running Parks, uh, which is a game mm-hmm. about the national park system. And they are giving out tickets to their um, convention at the end of February or at the end of January, end beginning of, January. of February, yeah. mm-hmm. along with copies of the game. We also have a tournament of a game called Tournament of Towers, which anyone that participates in that gets a code to get. Oh, crap. I forgot how much off. Uh, a severely was, discounted. It's severely discounted price of the game. I'm. I will verify it, but I do believe it's thirty dollars off. It is normally an eighty dollar game, mm-hmm. but you can get it that's for fifty. It. For that's, that's totally it's participating. Fun, it's a fun little game. It is. It, um, oh, we yeah. played it. It was our go to. We're bored. Let's go do something mm-hmm. while we were at Origins. Yeah. And they had premiered the game at Origins. Yeah. It's, it's um, a cute little game. Yeah. Fun we, little game. Very family and friendly. And I might use the code, and I may or may not go. <laughs> <laughs> well, you have to participate in the tournament well, to get the code. I know that. You don't think I'm she'll pa- do that? I'll participate. <laughs> she'll okay. be like, Reg is closed Reg right is now. closed at the moment. Yeah. I'm going to participate in the tournament. There Thank are you. limited seats, so you will need to sign up on Warhorn. Hey, Ruby, sign Warhorn. Amy up for the <laughs> <laughs> So that's Warhorn.net. And don't forget that when you go into Warhorn.net, you need to also... Uh, register for Too scarab mm-hmm. you cannot you, we will not unlock your warhorn account until you pay us yes <laughs> so uh that's the board game there is a card game um a special charity card game going on this year cheating for charity munchkin version um it will be supporting the charity the good left undone which will have a table in the dealer's room as well um, you'll have to look for more information on that. I don't have that in front of me. Okay, well, that sounds cool. Cheating for charity is always good. Wait, that sounds weird. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? It makes sense if you're if, you, if you're into Munchkin. Right, those guys cheat all the time. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the last two tournament type things that I want to mention are both rather new additions. Um, Scarab is welcoming a group, a nonprofit group called Midlands Gaming Coalition. 
And on Sunday, they will be running a Beetle Bash, which is a Smash Brothers tournament. What? Um, they will also have free play uh, games and other things in the broad room all day Sunday. So if you really want your your, your pew pew and your, <laughs> right and beating people up, if your twitchy fingers are, are aching from from all the RPG playing and such, right? Check them out. Right. We also have one of our younger members, Solomon Malat, who's going to actually be running a Pokemon Sword and Shield tournament, the video game, not the card game. You have to bring your own equipment and have uh-huh. access to a YYE cord. I'm unfamiliar with that because I don't have a switch. Um, but you that will be You just told everybody that it's a switch. It's a so switch. Yeah, they, it they is will switch. bring the appropriate. Kids Correct. will know. Right, Kids they will. will. Kids um, these days in and, our gaming system. And I, know, I right? do know that he is providing <laughs> some interesting ev- evolutions of particular Pokemon available. Ooh. Even if you participate, you'll get something. But I know first, second, and third place are getting... Apparently, something kind of shiny and cool. I know my kids ba- will participate. Uh-oh. Back in my day, we played Pong and we liked it. <laughs> That's right. You had one thing to capture, and it was that little dot. <laughs> yeah, my boys are all into their switches. So, so, yeah. so yeah, interesting tournament things. We like to try and add variety. Mm-hmm. We have two more things to discuss here for 2020. For 2020, there's a lot going on in 2020. There is, and it's like a whole convention worth. I know, right? <laughs> Wait a minute. Randy Miller is actually going to be running the Circle Tournament of Death, which he does every year. But something super special is going to happen with it this year. What's that? Randy, be Randy, Randy! <laughs> you may know Randy. He's the one often napping in the hall. Uh, <laughs> well, well, he does. Uh, Randy does promise that this one's going to be bigger and uh, full of death and destruction in it and chaos. Plus, the creator of the Circle Tournament of Death, Mr. Gary Mendenhall, will actually be at Scarab to what? help to help facilitate well, it. Gary that's Mendenhall. Why, yeah. The Gary Mender, Mendenhall. Wonderful. <laughs> that's going to be cool. It's it going to be awesome. Be. It really will. It's always neat when you can get a creator of something in there to yep. r- help and be a part of it. And you'll definitely want to check Warhorn for the listing on that mm-hmm. to get all the, the rules on what you need to do Correct. to make your character for the Circle Tournament of Death. Right. I want to say because there are some rules and restrictions. I want to say it uses like a second edition D and D A D and D kind of rule set or some or such for it. Yeah. So John, uh-huh. one of the other things that's coming up. Right. That you're bringing to the board game area. Uh-huh. What is that? If you well, can remember. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's funny you should ask because I was just thinking about this just the other day. Where are oh. you? <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're going to be bring we're going to be bringing Unpub officially. Officially, un- we're going to be doing hosting an Unpub mini because previously we were doing it unofficially. Correct. We're, previously, we just had uh, for those of you not familiar with that, un- it's basically unpublished uh, game designers to come in and sort of and play test their games correct they get feedback from players uh-huh. and help to improve their games right and and when we said we were doing it unofficially it's because we had people come in correct and, and just do it but now we're going to have tables actually set up for there it's going to have the unpub logo on it correct and we have actually contacted unpub and they've approved mm-hmm. it so right, it is an official thing right we have Instead we have our g- previously gorilla camp it's Correct. officially right. official yes and we have, we have a few people who are who were excited and contacted me and are going to be there right it's going to be going on uh the, those tables are going to be set up for the whole weekend so Correct. it's really just a matter of if you see someone, someone? at the table who Correct. looks like they've got a game that's that's 
not doesn't have the Correct. final touches on it. Correct. Yeah, sit down, play their game. There's no set schedule. If someone is sitting there, they're uh-huh. going to be more than well, more than happy to have you try out their game and give them feedback. Right. And in fact, I'm going to have a few games of my own that I'll be that I'll be uh, unpubbing there. This will be interesting. I so only know one of them. Yeah, Ruby doesn't even know what they are. Right. She, she sees me cutting out the cards and stuff, but she right. doesn't really know what it is. Right. She's right. interested. So, so for those, this could be your chance. I might have to play some. This could be your chance to get on the. Some of them are really cute. John, John's not a great artist, but he has his own style. Yeah, and they are rather rather cute. But this this can definitely be your chance to get in on uh, some games before they Correct. get into publishers' hands, yeah. if that even happens. Yeah. So. The last thing for 2020 we want to talk about, uh-huh. uh, particularly, I'm really, really proud of this. This is one of the things I kind of spearheaded uh, along with uh, Brian and Sammy. I'm very proud of it, too. Yeah. Um, this year. We're all, we're all. <laughs> are you now? I am. We're yeah, all, I am, too. We're all incredibly proud so, of it. Those of you that have played board games in the past at the Scare Board Game Library know that it could be a slow, time-consuming process, and you had to turn over your ID in order to take a game out, and right. and you had to look through a book. And we've improved Ugh, it, you know, books. by alphabetizing and, and giving you pictures and stuff. Ugh, and we've slowly improved it. This year, huge, huge improvement process. Um, this year, you no longer have to give us an ID because on your actual badge for scarab you will have a qr code parents what? will be celebrating correct in the streets correct qr <laughs> code wait so each person's going to get their own qr code yep and then so in order to check out a board game you're basically going to come up and say i want you're going to flash your id right i want flash i want red dragon flash in. your badge i want red dragon in say <laughs> all right show me your badge beep and then we beep the game and you go play. When you come back, you drop it off, and we will check it in at our leisure. That's right. Two beeps to play, one beep to <laughs> check it's, it back it's in. A, it's a blip and a bloop. Yeah. 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 A blip and a bloop. Bleep. So and sweeps and the crazy. The- there will be... There will be <laughs> there will be a pared down alphabetical list, it's two of them, so that you can just kind of flip through the names of the games. You'll uh-huh. be able to see the games behind us. And also, if you're interested in looking out beforehand or checking it out at a table, uh-huh. we have a Board Game Geek listing. You will see the QR codes all over the tables at, in the board game area. There will be our little sponsors thanking the sponsors that gave us games and mm-hmm. prizes. And on the back of each of them, you will have a QR code that can take you straight to our Board Game Geek listing. Oh, that's awesome. Right. And um, do you happen to know what that what our board game geek listing is right offhand? Yes, it is scarab underscore BGL. So people who are listening to this can go check it out right now. Correct. If you go to Board Game Geek and look for that, you will find our listing. We have over uh-huh. 500 games. What? And 45 or so expansions in our board mm-hmm. game library. Oh my gosh. And there are still some more coming in, but we cut off adding new games around the 10th, you know, for my sanity. Right. <laughs> Well, and, and we we did this because we wanted. Sammy and I were the two that right. were principally at the table, and we we started looking at each other, going, "There had to be a better way of doing it than the way we were doing it." Correct, and we worked within certain limitations prior. Right, and so what we hope that this new system will do is speed up check in, check out, and also. Um, 
make it easier for us as a convention to track our playing. Correct. And get that information to our wonderful sponsors Sponsors, sooner and quicker. Correct. And the other thing that we're changing a little is how we're doing prizes. Correct. Uh, You're still going to get tickets for playing games. Uh Uh-huh. Correct. But there's going to be a different, there's going to be different tickets for the way we're doing it. Because in the past, we felt like we were rewarding people for playing. The micro games. the, The short games. They're called micro games. Micro games. That's the industry term. Micro games. For for playing micro games in which we had, and we had these longer term games, which are fantastic. Mm -hmm. But but no one was playing playing them because because they could fit more short games in than they could. Are those macro games? No. Pico games? No. They're Pico games. Yeah. And so we wanted to make sure that the sponsors who who really <laughs> develop games that are meant to be played Correct. over hours, not minutes, right. uh, were equally balanced. And so right. be ready for some little changes. Right. It's essentially going to be the same. You play a game, you get a ticket. But the more the, the full details you have to see at the convention. Mm-hmm. Correct. We'll right. even have a nice sign mm-hmm. that will greatly ex- explain it. Correct. Oh, boy. So it, it's in our con book. It's going to be on our visual display. It's going to have posters We out. may even make people wear sandwich boards. <laughs> we sh- we should have been doing that from year right. one. Correct. What sandwich boards? Just yes. because. Yeah, yeah. I want a burger sandwich board. Mm. Like oh, like, Bob's like a Bob's burger. Oh, <laughs> Bob's burger. That sounds good. In fact, so, if you show up dressed as a uh, dressed as Jean? the kid as Gene from Bob's Burgers, I'll um, let you in for free. Well, we'll give you. At Amy least, won't. We'll give you, <laughs> I'll give you a discount. Okay. Yeah. okay. You'll get Don't. the Bob's. You'll get the Bob's burger, burger discount. discount. <laughs> of some indeterminate but very small amount of money. Yes. And I hope a lot of people show up like that because that would be uh, great. Mm-hmm. Totally get yeah. So there is actually one <laughs> particular change that we're going to do with the board games uh, uh-huh. ticketing process. So before you used to be able to come up to Swarmcast booth and record a review to get an additional board game ticket. And it was always well, a lot of fun it talking, was. talking to people. And we love talking to people, but John and I are also taking up different duties throughout the con, which we'll talk about a little later. Huh. Duties. <laughs> you so, said take up. Brian was gonna <laughs> Brian was gonna say it. I just him to So so this year we have tested it out at other conventions, uh, Mega Moose in particular. If you play a game, be it mm-hmm. an RPG or board game or whatever, uh, there will be these half sheets. Sitting at the at the at the particular headquarters, fill out a review form, and for every one of those that you turn in for the games you play, you get another ticket of the corresponding color. So instead of recording the review, you're going to be writing it down so that we can record it That's and right. air it later. That's right. right. We'll, we'll compile them all together, mm-hmm. sort them out in the appropriate way, and then uh, read them off in a funny voice or something. Right. And by appropriate way, we mean funny. Right. So uh, make yeah. sure you write yes. legibly. Or it may not, please. Right, may then, not get read. And and just a, the quick of it, these are yeah. these are our short kind of ways that we normally do the things where we say something good about the game, something bad about the game, and something that other. kind of fits into an other category. Right. So, but we're, yes, so you fill out a review form, you get an additional ticket. We're very excited. Yeah, I'm very excited. excited. That, but that being said, uh, yeah, that as being said, as I ever sound. <laughs> but that being said, uh, you know, if you still want to come by the booth and talk about right. stuff, please do. Well, if we're there, 
Uh, we'll be glad to do that. Toast, I mean, you could sit there and talk to there an empty booth if you want. But I mean, you can. But it won't record. <laughs> it won't look good. <laughs> we do know licensed counselors, and we're prepared to make a, uh, <laughs> a recommendation. If you are hearing voices, so and we need need to talk to them. Well, this is a lot of stuff that for is. It's a lot of stuff for 2020. This actually took longer than I thought it was and, going uh, to. And we probably didn't even cover everything no. for 2020. In fact, no, I'm, I'm sure guaranteed we didn't. you didn't. So your best bet is to attend. Uh, we didn't is even to attend. Your best bet is to attend. Scarab. We didn't even talk about the giant dragon. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. What's that all about? You'll Who have to knows? come to Scarab to find out. All right. So that's Scarab 2020. Yeah. Again, check out the website. Uh, Scarab spelled with a bunch of dashes in it. Uh, come to the convention. That's probably the better thing. Yeah. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We have a Sign Twitter thing. Sign up for games on Warhorn. Sign up for games come on Warhorn. Come see me and pay me your money and That's play true. lots of games. Uh, give money to, to Amy. If you're not sure if you want to attend, we uh-huh. all do give out two hours free. Yes, we and do. And you are always welcome without a badge to come in and visit our vendors and yep. buy stuff from we them. We didn't even talk about a vendor. Right. There's so many I vendors. Yeah. We have more vendors than we've had before. And right. a That's nice right. diversity of them. Kenneth will so. be really happy that we almost forgot to talk about I know, right? Oh, she's not listening to this either. Um, <laughs> no one on the board listens to this. <laughs> I, I we listen. On occasion. Everybody at this table, except for Ruby, listens. I listen once in a while. <laughs> anyway. Like I help record it. Anyway, I help record there's just, it. There's just so much to cover for the right. 2020. Your best bet at this point is to just show up at the con. Right. And just it's just a come and attend. It's just so to, much fun. We just, have a blast. Podcast at gmail dot Hey everybody, here's a bunch of jerks sitting around talking about stuff. Yeah, because it's 2020, and we've and uh, Scarab 2020 is is literally just coming up, mm-hmm. just right around the corner. Like I said. That can only mean one other thing, which is we are busy preparing for Scare of 2021. Yes. So let's talk about the future. Ooh. The pew, future. Pew, 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 Jetpacks and stuff. And floating cars. Fly, floating cars. I still want my flying car. I don't know. I don't trust people. Uh, I love both ways and all roundabout. <laughs> Uh-oh. So. So Scare of 2021, there will not be flying cars, no, probably. No. So. Some of the big changes. Brian, you want to start off with the biggest change that we are announcing? The biggest change is um, after 10 years of dutiful service, Dell Collins has decided to take a step back and to demote himself to just being the miniatures coordinator. A con flunky. <laughs> to being a con flunky. And I am taking on the role responsibility of being the con director now what does that mean nothing nothing really <laughs> it really only means that instead of ruby complaining to dell and then dell complaining to me <laughs> it just means ruby will just complain cut, to me just, I just cut the middleman middle out of well, the point well one of the one of the most important no. things that it means one of the most important things that it means especially to our listeners is that uh, there's going to be a Scarab 2021. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that we're right, right. that we're going to keep doing this. Um, right. It, o- it does also mean that Brian's taking on more responsibilities of dealing more with the uh, procuring of venues right. and the more nitty gritty back end stuff. That it doesn't mean anything for con attendees. No. Truly, no. It really does. 
And so when we say things are changing, what we really mean is things for you, the attendee, are getting going better. To really going to stay the same. And right. It's still going and to be perhaps get it better. Same well, weekend of the year, correct. same right. people. The, the There go, is some reshuffling on the board of Right. Some people. people are leaving. Some are joining. And that's just because it has been 10 years. I know John and I have been eight years so, yeah, you know. so it, it, like anything in life, think about how many of you that are listening have the same job you had 10 years ago. I know. John does. John does. I've, I've had three different jobs since we started yeah. this. So, I mean, I've moved, I've moved within my d- yeah. different department, but correct. Yeah, but yeah so, I get you. Yeah. I get you. So yeah. we've had children that have been born in that and time. And grown. And grown <laughs> up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Some of these got, kids have never known yeah. life without scary. Yeah, yeah that's um, true. I know, Mine haven't. <laughs> I know um, our oldest kid another. went from being a ten-year-old to being a twenty-year-old in the period of time. Well, that's how age works. Yeah, it's yearly. It's yearly. <laughs> it, it's annual. It's an so, annual. So I mean, it's just. But, what? <laughs> I think I broke you, John. You are, you are technically correct. Right? Yeah. The best kind that's, of that's correct. how time works. It is how time works. We revolve around a star. The Earth spins, unless you believe in the flat Earth, and that is a separate discussion. Um, we, so what? I couldn't either confirm for, or deny that there are members of the board who are flat Earth. <laughs> See if you can figure out which ones they are. That's why their gaming ask? convention. Why did you They're ask? Hey, are all. you a flat earther? And for the record, I have watched the Flat Earth series on Netflix. He tortures me with once it. Once a week. Tortures me with it. Out because I find it so funny. <sighs> oh my right. gosh. It is, it is the best comedy show on Netflix. But, but you're off topic. But that <laughs> is neither here nor there. Right. You're off topic. The, the big now that we've that lost half of the viewers. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Sorry. You know how <laughs> hard John struggled to get this viewership up to four? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'll never get those two people back. So you, four, so Donald Dennis and whoever else listens to this, I'm sorry uh, that I went that way. Uh, no, Donald tuned out as soon as you said flat, flat Earth. Earth. Uh, well, yeah. The uh, the big thing, yes. The big thing that's changing though is how we actually run the convention. Correct. What what you, the listener, may not realize is that we've used. A different system for everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, our payment system has largely been PayPal. Uh, Mm -hmm. We have used Excel spreadsheets to keep up with who's paid and who hasn't. Mm -hmm. We've used Warhorn for game sign up. We've used pen and paper to do layouts. Um, We have, have in a sense, driven ourselves crazy unnecessarily. Some of us, yes. Some of us, mainly Ruby. Um, Amy too. Amy, sorry. Yes. Uh, producing badges has Correct. been a time-consuming. We've every, tried streamlining it. Right. And we have more or we less, have, yeah. but there are improvements to be made. But every yes. badge that's there's always wa- improvement. Yes. Right. <laughs> but every badge that's walking around at Scarab, some human being has touched two or three times, times, times. Right. Yeah. To put a sticker and, on it. You know, our hands are all sanitized. I promise. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, Ruby may have licked of one except of the Ruby's. Badges. <laughs> um, so. What we're doing is we're starting a to use a convention management system. Which has been around for about five years already. And there are other conventions that we personally attend and we know and we've gotten to talk to people about. And we've stood over their shoulder and kind of looking at it going, ooh. And if you tell us about this, tell us about this. And um, done our research. Done. And let me put up 
the up the bad side first. So mm-hmm. then when you hear the good side, right. you'll forget about the bad side because that's <laughs> what marketing people tell us to do. <laughs> the bad thing is that if you use a credit card. I call it a bad thing. It's right. just it's a one different of those thing. things right. that well, we already do. As anyway, a, as, as a, a society. Right. As a business thing. <laughs> thank you, Amy. You're welcome. Um, is that we're going to pass, that you'll start noticing a convenience fee. Correct. So if you, what you'll notice is a convenience fee if you use a credit card. Now, if you're using cash on site on our Sunday bad sale day, you will not pay that convenience Correct. fee. Correct. So, but what it will buy you is more um, flexibility, more transparency, I think is the our catchphrase or, or the word, and more control over your badge sign-up experience. Correct. And uh, there's a lot of things that this system in particular will also streamline on our back end, so it's going to help us a lot too. And for example, um, I think... Everyone sitting at this table has answered at least three emails in the past saying, did I buy a badge? Mm-hmm. And how many badges did I buy? And about the confirmation of buying a badge. Mm-hmm. What name's on or, my badge? Right. Or why did, when I bought the badge, it said canceled. Did I really buy it or not? Correct. And can that's I buy, having can to Can I buy verify. a badge for my, for my pet ferret? Things like that. Yeah. Yes. And so no pet ferrets are allowed. But um, service parrot, service service parrot, service parrot, service ferret, both. If they're a service animal, yes, we comply with the ADA. Yes, we do. We we added a new rule to make sure everybody knows we comply with the yeah. law. The parrot, uh, the parrot's the service animal well, for the ferret. The law. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, we'll skip but, on and say that. Um, <laughs> That what we want, what we wanted was to make the process m- more streamlined. Yes, and not customer friendly. Yes, yes, and not uh, driving us bat guano crazy. Yeah. Right. So uh, I I admit uh, this year Amy and Brian took a trip, so I helped out. I said, okay, just forward me the stuff. I'll I'll handle the registration and the clearing and blah blah blah. Man, it's a lot. I was going to say, Amy goes through at least four steps in order to get the badges squared away, get you cleared on Warhorn, get the badge printed. Uh-huh. It, it's it's a process. It's a, it's a lot. So, and anything to make well, my life easier is awesome. Right. What, and so that was just like we were analyzing with the board game library. Mm-hmm. We started saying there's got to be an easier way to do this. Right. And having seen this, we keep saying this. The format and the, the thing that we're talking about is tabletop dot events. Right. right. And if you already have an account Correct. with tabletop events, you will not need to make a new one. Correct. You just Correct. sign up for the event. They don't even have to do that when wow. they when if you come up to us to buy a badge, <laughs> we ask you your name and email address. If you have a tabletop account already there, we say okay and you right. will have one. You're already added Buying to it. Buying your badge. If you joins do you not if you do not have one, we can put in your email address and it will create an account for you and send you an email saying, hey, you now have a tabletop account. Right. Mm-hmm. Here's your temporary yep. password. But Go ahead and correct. finish that again. Right. We do encourage you to create an account ahead of time to mm-hmm. get ahead of the The rush. The Beat the rush. Yeah. Yes. And, and like I said, what, what that does is it essentially creates for you a passport since mm-hmm. 
uh, I think we alluded to it. We traveled overseas. Never, I've never had a passport before now. And really? every time we went to customs or every time we went, mm-hmm. we had a passport that said who we were and where we were from. Yeah. And so now you're going to have a convention passport. Yeah. And so not just us, but there's several other conventions yes. in the area. Mm-hmm. Mega Moose being one, one of our favorite. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also uses the same system. So, so does Tantrum Con. So does Con. Tantrum Con that Ruby mentioned mm-hmm. earlier. Yeah. 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 So we... Um, I guess we're joining the 21st century. We are finally updating and coming out of the, the dark ages of gaming. Thank God. What? <laughs> we have what? not we have not significantly changed the way we've done stuff from the beginning to now. So this is finally a new we we're we're getting with the times. Right. And so and then that way you as the consumer will be able to check on your own stuff Correct. without Without so, having to, to ask, have a human yeah. being on the other end. Correct. So we are pretty excited. I, I have I have seen and witnessed conversations <laughs> between Amy and Ruby in which they just completely geeked out over the way this thing happened. <laughs> oh, God. It handles it, game sign-up, too. So, so what Tabletop Events does. Go ahead. All right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm the one that's been setting most of this up, so I've gotten into all the nitty-bitty, nitty-gritty, bitty parts. Um, badge registration, both on-site and uh, pre-registration should be streamlined for you should be very easy mm-hmm. um, if you're an eternal member that sells badges for us the process will be even easier on you we won't what? go into that right now um, but we're really excited we're about really that. excited about that everyone's really um, everyone it should will be, be really all excited. the eternal members correct. will be excited about it will that. be oh, even yeah. easier for eternal members to ha- to sign up people and sell badges um, you can buy a badge and gift it to your friend so it makes buying a present or a gift uh-huh. to someone even easier. If you're like, I've got a family of four. I need Correct. to buy four badges. You buy the four, four badges, badges and then it's on you, you to, to put, assign them to, to who they go to. Right. Um, so that's all badge related and registration related. Oh, yeah. You can do with this. We will no longer be using Warhorn to sign up for games. What? Uh, but you how will, am I going to sign up for my games? <laughs> you will use Tabletop Event. The GMs that want to run games will submit their submissions through Tabletop Events. They will put in their descriptions, the number of players, how long the game is, what they prefer, and where they're going to want them to be run. And we will then approve them and assign them a table. Um, Just all through war, all, all through all, a Tabletop Events? All through events. Tabletop Events. Um, so... There will no longer be the weirdness with Warhorn that says, hey, getting those questions of my, it says my game starts at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm right. sorry. You got to go and change your settings. Right. To the appropriate yeah. time zone. You won't have or, to email uh, the games that you want out to. Correct. Out to different, uh, different folks and such. Right. Um, you can even, if you uh, set up on tabletop events, you can select, hey, this person's my friend. You can see your friend's schedule, so you can schedule games together easier. I mean, that was one of the things I really liked when we went to Mega Moose. Right. Was I was able to put Ruby's information in there because she's my friend. <laughs> and I was able to put our schedule side by side so I could see, oh, we're both signed up for Correct. two different games at this time. Or, oh, we both have a free ses- session right here. Right. So you can schedule hanging out with your friends or running games with your friends or, or how, when you want to go out to dinner with your friends. So when you have free time. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think that I hope that our attendees find that useful um, and the whole process there with that, you still have to sign up for a game. It, there's one thing that it does say, it says tickets 
and it will have a ticket price. But all of our, as you know, all the games are included with your purchase of badge. So the ticket is zero dollars. It's just the way they have to code it. <laughs> right. right. Uh, we do not sell tickets to events currently. Uh, unlike Gen Con or Origins, where you pay $2 per session or right. per hour. Other, mm-hmm. All those right. lesser cons. But <laughs> so it is a $0. So, you know, don't freak out when it says, you know, How many purchase tickets? this ticket. Right. Uh, it is $0. It clearly states that. You won't be charged for them. But I don't want to pay $0 for this ticket. <laughs> well, if you're you willing to give me money. Right. We, we, we never discourage you giving us more right. money. Right. Um, but doing these signups, we can then actually print out tickets that can help us we're still looking into if that's how we want to do it this year or not but it gives us an option for tracking game signups and game players actually at tables you know so Mm -hmm. that we can hopefully streamline and get more of the games more of the games that you actually want to play and try out to help us improve yeah help us improve our our game selections and such and this is for rpgs board games miniatures organized play games all of it goes through this. So already I'm thinking about how on Artemis, how you can sign Correct. up for different slots. If you have a thing that a group. says yeah. or a group and you can, be, you can actually see, oh, hey, guys, we've all got this free slot during mm-hmm. this time. Let's all sign up for, for Artemis. Mm-hmm. And then, boom, it not only puts us on the schedule, but if we wanted to, we might be able to get a Correct. even a thing that says, hey. Look right here. I'm waving this thing in front right. of you that says. Right. We we are not 100% sure if we're going to implement tickets. That is a decision that we will make over the course of 2020. And, and the reason why we're thinking about it is there's just an added cost. Correct. Doing it. And whether it's, you know, whether we are, are of a size that that's necessary. Correct. We, we're still debating it around. Right. But know. it is a distinct possibility and it doesn't change much on uh-huh. your end. Right. So yeah, for for you, the con goers, it's it's not gonna. Right. The, it's not gonna affect you in any right. appreciable way. We've um we've been playing around with it. Mm-hmm. We we like it. We may even be in love with it. Um, <laughs> so I will just, not but confirm. See, or it deny. is that's not the only thing. Those are the things that you guys are going to see. Um, that that the improvement's going to be the vendors. So Kanetha is going to have an improved uh, ease of use because of vendor applications and all that goes through that. Again, not something the user you attendees really need to know about, but it streamlines and helps her. Um, yeah, it's so also for, for all you vendors listening. Mm-hmm. That'll be an easier way to. Uh, contact us about possibly setting up to be a vendor right um the other thing is while we improve the game library checkout process in 2020 in 2021 the tabletop events will actually help us improve it even more hopefully so so all all your gaming needs are met in tabletop events uh, it's f- almost like a cult. It's a it is one-stop shop. Right. It can actually be set up for Amy to do merchandise, so <sighs> selling off the dice and everything so she doesn't have to go to all sorts of places. Scare of the lunchbox. Right. Scare, Scare of the, the flamethrower. Flame yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, love this Merchandising. So <laughs> the final thing Tabletop Events is going to do uh-huh. for Scarab is it is going to help us bring us out of the 90s web page look. Uh, there's going to be a front page, and we've also decided, and I believe Amy has already purchased, um, there will be a new domain in 2021. We thought about buying, hashtag, I mean, a 
grasshasuck.com. <laughs> uh, so, so we will no longer be S-C-A-R-A-B.com. We will have a new domain, which mm-hmm. after we will announce what it is. Right. That's right. Although right. I'm sure the one with the dashes will probably still work, and it might just redirect you to Correct. to a place where all of us grown-ups are. For, for any of you on. that have it bookmarked. And what we're waiting on is the two contenders are going to have a death match. Correct. So, two minute, two ooh, no domain ooh. enter, one domain leave. Yeah. Thunderdome. So action. that's why we can't tell you which one it is yet. Thunderdome domain. But um, it's but kind of Thunderdome dot. No, Wonder scared Thunderdome. Thunderdome.com is available. Huh. That's too long. I'm buying another one. All right. So we talked about all this uh, yeah. tabletop events thing, which which is big, and a lot of people probably kind of zoned out right there. Right, they right, shouldn't. Right. They should really uh, sign up for there that. There will be little signages all over the place saying, hey, get a jump start on 2021. Sign uh-huh. up for tabletop.events. So, you know, if you, if you zoned out, you'll see it posted everywhere. It's everywhere. So aside from tabletopevents.com or tabletop.events.com no. or just tabletop.events. Tabletopevents.com. No, whatever. It's tabletop.events. Just look up tabletop events in your web browser. Yes. And then go to the appropriate one. Which I'm doing right now because... Brian's doing it right now. It looks really great on a mobile one? device. Yes. So there's not an app, but it looks good on great mm-hmm. on a mobile device. Uh, I was pretty much using my phone throughout uh, Mega Moose Convention. And, uh, <laughs> you know you're going to have to great. tag Mark on this I'm particular totally episode. Tag Mark on this. Uh, Mark, and Mark's going to be at he Scarab will. 2020. Yes, he, he will. Is. So if you see him, say hi, say what up, give him a high five. I don't know. Stuff like that. <laughs> Don't, I don't. I don't think he gives out free hugs. No, um, I give out hugs, but only for a price. That's right. Brian gives out uh, reasonably. Price? No, no, they're confiscatory. Oh, that's right. He's a lawyer, so you know. Right. Lawyer, I charge my lawyer rates. Lawyer rates. <laughs> Anyways, is there anything else we want to highlight for 2021? Oh, one of the things I'm excited about uh-huh. is we are creating a new position. Um, for a um, organized play coordinator. So the two biggest ones that, well, the three that we've always had are Shadowrun Missions, Pathfinder Society, and D&D Adventurers League. Um, We're creating a position that one person will be responsible for coordinating all three of those. Plus, if you're listening and you happen to know of an organized play system that I did not just mention, um, then please let us know what it is, and we'll right. be glad to get somebody, find somebody, beg somebody to put it on the schedule because we know that organized play mm-hmm. is the thing that people like to do when they go to conventions right? Uh, so that they can carry their characters and build. Um, and so if you are a organized play GM or player mm-hmm. uh, and you know of a system that we don't know, uh, we, we do ha- know about Call of Cthulhu. We'll, we just have to find someone to run it. Right. Well, and I will, I've looked into the Call of Cthulhu system, and it, it it's organized play, but it's not organized play in the sense mm-hmm. that Pathfinder and D&D right. and Shadow Remissions, where you have a character, the organized play system for um, Call of Cthulhu is actually long-term campaign. Correct. And so, but they do okay. have scenarios, but you don't take your character to those scenarios. So, but other conventions, others—I mean, other um, game systems are um, more and, episodic. Correct. And so, what right. those are 
Uh, if you know what they are, let us know. We'll be glad to put you in touch with the person or persons that will be taking on that organized um, game role. Right. The, yeah, yeah. That's going to be some good stuff. So what we're trying to do is make it to where it we're trying to make it to where it should be easy to know who the person you need to talk to. Correct. If you want to add something to the schedule that you think we need, there will be a person, a human being, we think, um, <laughs> that will be responsible. Trained monkeys. To helping you coordinate. It's going to be a trained monkey. Likely trained monkeys. Um, I'm hoping for Aren't people. Aren't we all? Well, In one form or another? I have no, never been apes. trained. We're so. apes. We don't have a tail. Oh. Um, so <laughs> now you know. You know, you know that's the thing you know <laughs> um, he's a lawyer he has to know these things yes of course i have to know these things that's one <laughs> of the things you learn in law school so there's just so much that that's going on in 2021 right a lot of back-end stuff right and a lot of front-end stuff and uh some of it we might not even have completely finalized or be ready to announce mm-hmm. as of the recording of this but fortunately for you as the con goer if you want more information and get the inside scoop on 2021 mm-hmm. and you're going to Scarab 2020, we will have uh, three different sessions of a, of a sort of a mini panel, mm-hmm. as it were. An information panel. Uh-huh. We've never done panels before. Well, but well this, we have. They've sort of. always flopped, though. Yeah. Okay, well, this panel well, this is panel, not going to flop. Right. This, this panel, panel is going to be, be awesome. Yeah, this yeah. is going to be the 2021 yes. um, Scarab Preview panel. Yeah, and that's it gonna, might even be titled "What in the Hell is Going On with 2021?" Panel. <laughs> yeah, 2021. What the oh, WTF? WTF? But anyway, <laughs> I like it. Put that on. Make, it, make <laughs> it done. Anyways, but that's going to be uh, Friday of Scarab at noon and at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, if you can't make it to those, Saturday at 9 a.m., so right after you've had your Waffle House uh, gut buster, mm-hmm. you can stop by. Or your holiday and gravy biscuits. That's right. Yeah. <coughs> um, that being said, no no outside food or drink in the uh, medallion camp vengeance. So. Correct. <laughs> that's not changing. Yeah, that's not changing. Sorry. Yes. There's, there's only so much that tabletop events will do for us. Correct. You are allowed <laughs> to have a water bottle or mug. A mug? Awesome. I could put all sorts of drinks in a mug. Exactly. Light water. Hmm. Light water. Or pour a purchased drink into. That's probably the best thing to do. Or coffee. Which you can also purchase from the the, uh, cantina. cantina. We are are super excited about the direction that we're going to be taking it. Um, And of kind of continuing some things that we... Had already set in motion. Right. And so the change in leadership didn't really change that. This is just... Right. Um, hopefully not rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic, but sailing <laughs> in the clear and Smoothly. open water yes. without hitting any icebergs. Well, this is all exciting stuff. So again, check out all the information on Scarab on all those places we just said. Um, in fact, come to Scarab 2020 to get the inside scoop on everything and see all of us who you've just heard on here talking about stuff and ask us about, yes. ask us about our, our games and stuff. We'll be glad to talk your ears off. Right. I just want your money. <laughs> Except for Amy. She'll just take your money. I'll just take her. your money. All she wants to do is but boom, I'll smile boom, boom, and a ching, you know. ching it is and the most take your pol- money. <laughs> it is the most polite you've ever been, had money taken forcibly from you. 
Unless you're her husband. Oh. And then it's not polite. And then the husband gets no money. There is one other thing that I don't know where you want to squeeze this in. All right. Uh, There will be. Set it up. So, the Scarab Swarm will actually be at Origins this year. What? Uh, What? So, if you're going, like I know there's a few people are going for the first time we just talked to today. That's right. Come find us. Oh, yeah. We'll be glad to show you around or hang out with you. Might give you some dice. You know, who knows? And and, and I'll be running more than likely. Yes, you will. At the the Cobalt's Ate My Baby Midnight Massacre. That's always a lot of fun. That's fun. Yes. You must come to that. That's, all that's hell. Fun. King, King Torg. Torg. All hell, King fun. Torg. Yeah. Um, one thing I look forward to every year. Yeah. It's wandering one. around the convention center in Columbus shouting all hell, King all Torg. All hell, King Torg. Yep. Yes. Um, and finding yeah. out that Chris has a double. He does. Oh, he does. That was weird. It was creepy. Yeah. He had so. no idea what I was talking about when I started talking so, about King Torg. So, come and find <laughs> us. Just surprised. Look on that dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, come find us at Origins. Uh-huh. Swancast has board game reviews for you. Yeah, we got the good, bad, and other stuff to tell you. So listen up to our board game reviews. You'll really like it or I'll make you eat your shoe. <laughs> Bonbons by Gameworks. For two to six players, ages seven and up, plays in 10 to 20 minutes. A fast memory game for candy lovers. Bonbons, reviewed by Ruby. The good. The tiles were large. The bad. It's just a memory game with a steel mechanic. And the box lid was very loose. The other. I guess it's a pretty decent learning memory game for younger children not babies but maybe like eight to ten would i recommend it no would i buy it no bonbons reviewed by john the good easy setup easy rules the bad it's hard for old people with poor memories the other the box design recommend no buy no Bonbons, reviewed by Tim. The good. Rules were fairly easy. The bad. It's a competitive memory game. The other. The cards were a decent size and quality. Recommend? No. Buy? No. End of the Trail by Elf Creek Games. One to four players, ages 10 and up, plays in about 20 to 40 minutes. End of the trail. 1849, the California Gold Rush. Do you have what it takes to find your fortune in gold? Search the land, press your luck, pitch your tents, and play your cards right to find out. End of the trail. Reviewed by Ruby. The good. There's cool tent, prospector meeples, and a cloth board. Overall solid, and it had reference cards explaining the poker hands and the order of play. The bad. The cloth board doesn't flatten very well and the tent meeples can be hard to pick up it has a bit of a learning time uh first time you play it the other the upgraded components are really nifty the slipcase gets wheels put on it and it makes it a uh, hard to pack but it looks really cool recommend yes buy no reviewed by tim the good meeples 
a funner version of competitive memory games. The bad. Poker, frowny face. The rules are pretty involved. And the other. You can play poker with the card, the game cards while someone is reading the rules. End of the Trail, reviewed by John. The good. There's a nice complexity to this game, and there's multiple win strategies. The bad. Initial setup and learning of the game takes a little bit of time. The other. There is a video QR code to teach you how to play the game, supposedly in four minutes. I don't think we actually tried that, but it's there. There are fun meeples and components that come with the game itself and with the um, upgrade pack. And there's wheels on the box that go round and round. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes, but only if you get it with the upgraded components. Bzzz. Epic Monster Tea Party by Playco Games for two to four players, ages eight and up, plays in 20 minutes. It's a game about monsters making tea out of heroes. Drop them in a teacup for a chance to earn victory points or squish your heroes to use their special ability. Epic Monster Tea Party, reviewed by Ruby. The good. It's cute, plays quick, easy rules, and has neat meeples. The bad. I really can't think of anything. The other. Definitely for a slightly younger age and really loved the bags included. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. Epic Monster Tea Party. Reviewed by John. The good. Easy to follow rules. Keywords on the back of the meeples. The bad. Meeples fall out of the bag when it's tossed at you. Frowny face. The other. Very cute, very easy. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. Epic Monster Tea Party. Reviewed by Tim Martin. The good. Fun, quick, easy to learn. The bad. Too short. The other. Cool meeples and killing heroes. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Maybe for the right price. Most Wanted by North Star Games. For two to eight players, ages 10 and up. Plays in 15 to 35 minutes. Be the baddest in the West. The town is ripe for picking and every outlaw knows it. Stagecoaches and trains are slow-moving treasure chest. But a robbery is risky. Play your cards wrong and you'll end up in the slammer without money for bail. Play them right and you'll gain loot, admiration, and infamy. Heck, you might even become the... Dun-dun-dun! Most Wanted. Most Wanted. Reviewed by... Ruby. The good. I like it had a travel guide to allow for different locations, which meant that you could change the way it played and added replayability to it and some variety. I like the art. You learned and played it pretty much in its recommended time. The bad. Actions can get repetitive if you play it safe. The other. Nothing for me. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. Reviewed by Tim. The good. Quick, easy setup, fun, and you can change it up with the travel guide. The bad. Needs a player token so you know whose turn it is after the robberies. The other. The cards look pretty good. Recommend? Yes. Buy? No. Reviewed by John. The good. Thick cardstock standees, 
Durable, easy to read, and follow the rules. The bad. Needs a player token. The other. The expansion adds more neat locations and options. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. <laughs> Someone Has Died by Gather Round Games for 3-6 to six players, ages 13 and up, plays in 25-35 to 35 minutes. A silly game about serious business. We're gathered here today because someone has died and you want their stuff. Someone Has Died is an improvisational storytelling game set at a will arbitration. With a handful of cards to guide them, players craft zany characters and argue for why they should get whatever the dead person left behind in their will. Who can convince the estate keeper that they are the most deserving of the deceased's grand fortune? Reviewed by Ruby. The Good. Good quality cards. I like the kind of kid-like drawings on the cards. The Bad. If you are not good at improv, this can be a kind of lame game. The Other. Seems like this game would be better with more players, more people playing. Recommend, maybe, buy, yes. Reviewed by John. The good, easy to pick up the rules. The bad, you need decent improv or yes and skills. Some objections in the game seem odd and completely arbitrary. The other, it's a bit like the RPGs See Dracula and the Extraordinary Adventures of Baron Munchausen. Recommend, yes, buy, not so much. Reviewed by Tim. The good. Short, funny, and fairly easy to learn. The bad. Probably not a good game to play with unimaginative people. And the other. The game would be more fun with more players. Recommend? Yes. Buy? Yes. And now that review has died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my reviews from the Swarmcast. If you don't like it, I'm a come over a TikTok. Tail! Tail! <laughs> Toast meant to say tail. Toast. One. Why do you do that? Oh, yeah. Hey, this is Toast. Um, go ahead and leave a Swarmcast a message. Remember our number, area code 803-470-4439. Maybe we'll use your message on the air. Who knows? <sighs> well, everybody, the show's finally over. That's it. You can go back to your normal life again, though it's probably never going to be the same. You can find the Swarmcast podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Tell us what you think. Heck, give us a good review on either iTunes and Tuned In, Stitcher. Heck, I think we're putting stuff out on YouTube now, if that's kind of your thing. Anyway, subscribe, like, whatever, all through those different guys. Or you can grab the RSS feed from our website, which is swarmcastpodcast.com. That's all one word. And you can also email us at swarmcastpodcast, again, one word, at gmail.com. Why not? Or you can leave us a message at area code 803-470-4439. And we'll probably play it on the air if you're lucky. Maybe. <laughs> so, until next time, keep on gaming. And when you think of toast, think of me. <laughs> After the windstorm, after the dream, stuck back in Kansas, she wants to scream. 
They say she's crazy And maybe they're right Far worse than lions and bears She's cursed with visions at night They tell her you've got a destiny Somebody you're supposed to be Far from the small town There's answers waiting to be found So she lies awake Thinking there's been some mistake Crying her eyes out